Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are all well and having a great week. I'm recording this episode on a Sunday today. And when I thought about bringing back the podcast, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be so organized and pre-record heaps of episodes. And I ended up pre-recording three and they're all up to date now. So I'm like, okay, Ella, we need to get the ball rolling and start pre-recording some more, but I kind of like when they're a little bit more real time because I feel like when I plan it too far ahead, it feels a little bit out of date by the time I post the episode. So I'm going to see how I go. Maybe I'll like record a couple at a time so that I am a little bit more organized, but I really hope you are loving the new season of the podcast. I've got lots of ideas. And if you're not following our Instagram already, just wanted to do a little plug at the start of this episode to say definitely do so because I'm going to be putting a lot more time and effort into it. I already have. I've actually been filming the episodes and making little reels and just shorts out of the episodes. So if you're more of a visual person and you want to see me actually chatting, definitely go over and follow. It's just the Inspired Mind podcast. And it's just a really nice way for me to connect with you guys because this is a podcast. There's not really like many ways for me to connect with you. We don't have like a comment section. So I really like communicating with you over there. But also, if you do enjoy this podcast, please do leave a review because it really helps push out the podcast and kind of lets Apple Podcasts know that people are enjoying it and it shows it to more people. So I just wanted to plug that at the start as well. I believe at the moment you can only leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, but you can rate on Spotify. I'm not 100% sure though. But yeah, back to what I was saying about filming the podcast. I'm actually thinking that I really want to make like a cute background setup. And I was thinking of getting like a nice LED light so I can have a colorful background and just make it a little bit more cozy, have some mood lighting, and maybe I can get like a backdrop that says the Inspired Mind podcast or something. I'm not 100% sure, but I just think that would look really nice and it would be so nice to have 
a pretty setup. I think it would get me really in the mood to record as well. So today's episode is going to be all about moments that have altered my brain chemistry. And I just thought this would be like a really fun kind of story time episode. And I guess I'll share a few moments from my life that I feel like have had a big impact on me and maybe it will help you guys get to know me better. And I just thought it would be a fun topic to talk about. So if you're up to date on all of my episodes, you may have heard me say that I wanted to base the first few episodes of this season around some TikTok trends I've seen and this is one of them. So this is kind of an older TikTok trend but people are posting videos of them sharing moments that have altered their brain chemistry and I feel like this can mean so many different things but I interpret this as just like significant moments in your life that have kind of changed your direction, changed your beliefs and have had a big impact on you. And I'll get more into this in a little bit because I think it's really, really interesting to sit and think about these moments. Like I feel like there's a reason why certain things stand out in our memories over others. But before we get into chatting about that and before I get into sharing my stories, I wanted to chat about what's been inspiring me lately. And I kind of had a very obvious answer for this. So I talked about this in a recent YouTube vlog of mine, but I've been really inspired by the different types of rest. And I don't know why, but I literally didn't even realize that there were different types of rest, but it really does make sense when we think about it. And I think it can really help us out when we actually understand rest and what we actually need, because I don't know about you guys, but I often feel like I'm extremely exhausted and I'm like, no matter how much rest I get, I still feel tired. And I've kind of come to the realization that that's maybe because I'm not getting the right kind of rest. And there's actually a lot of research that you can do on this. I really want to read a book about it, which is by Sandra Dalton Smith. Hope I said her name correctly, but she wrote a book called Sacred Rest. And I think she's kind of the person who came up with this whole concept. So I'd like to read that book. And then once I've done that, maybe I can do an episode sharing what I've learned and hopefully that will help you guys out. So yeah, I didn't want to do a whole episode right now because I don't know enough about it, but I will share with you the seven different types of rest in case you didn't know what they are. So there's physical rest, mental rest, spiritual rest, emotional rest, sensory rest, social rest, and creative rest. And a lot of these I didn't really think about. Like I didn't know that sensory rest was a thing, but that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Because sometimes I'll be sitting in front of the TV and I'll think that I'm resting, but then afterwards I still feel tired and I feel a bit wired. And it's like, well, obviously it's like sensory overload. Sometimes that's not what you need. So There is actually a test that you can do. I've written it down. It is called, I think it's literally called the rest quiz. I'll link it in my show notes if you guys want to take it. I'm going to do it myself after this. And it takes like five to 10 minutes, it says. And it will tell you based off of that quiz what rest you need and what you're lacking. And I was like, that's really interesting. So I really wanted to share that with you guys because I've been very inspired by this whole concept. And I think... The reason that this has come up for me is because I have been feeling a little bit burnt out lately. I talked about this in a recent vlog as well, but it's just because I haven't been giving myself enough time to have the right kinds of rest. So I actually took it upon myself to find some podcast episodes that talk about this topic. And I found this one podcast called the Hustle Sanely Podcast. I'll link her in the show notes as well if you want to check her out, but 
I really like what her podcast is all about because it's all about how to hustle, but in a way that doesn't burn you out because I think the hustle culture is so prevalent these days. And we can often feel like to succeed and move to the next level, we have to work really, really hard and burn ourselves out. But that's not necessarily true. We need to actually reevaluate that and realize that putting more time into things doesn't always mean that you're going to get more out of it. But that's just something that society has drilled into us. And it's something that we all need to work on and try and change because it's not a sustainable way of living. You know, we don't live to work. We work to live and it's so easy to forget that and I'm so guilty of that myself. So I really need to work on creating some more healthy boundaries around this and try and implement more of these different types of rest into my life. But yeah, I highly recommend her podcast if you want to have a listen and I'll link the episode in my show notes that I listened to of hers as well because she was the person who made me discover the seven types of rest. So that is what's been inspiring me lately. And I highly encourage you guys to take some time to do some research into this as well. Anyway, let's get into this week's topic, which is moments in my life, which have altered my brain chemistry. And I feel like that's a very bold statement. I don't know if these moments have literally altered my brain chemistry, but I will say that they've had a significant impact on my life and have really stood out. And I feel like have changed the direction. So everyone's is going to be super different, but I personally think the things that have triggered quite a strong emotion in me are the things that stand out. I think sometimes when these things happen in the moment, you don't necessarily realize that they're having such a big imprint on your life until you look back and you're like, wow, that really did kind of change the direction in the course of my life. And who knows where I would have been if that didn't happen. So yeah, I've made a list and I've put everything in order from my earliest memory till the most current memory. It is kind of hard to remember the things that had an impression on me when I was super young, because obviously I was a child, but it kind of makes me realize that the things that I do remember must have had a really significant impact because they're stored in my memory. Like why are they there and not other things? So the first memory that I've written down is when I found out that I was going to have a little sister. And I just remember this being such a big thing for me. And I feel like I literally thought I manifested Lily. Maybe my sister was my first experience of manifestation, but I remember literally thinking that my mom had my sister just because I asked for her because I would beg and beg for a little sister. I've got two younger brothers and I always wanted to have a little sister. And I remember so clearly sitting on my bedroom floor and being like mom I just want to have a sister and yeah I mean I'm sure so many kids did that to be honest but I remember finding out that my mom was pregnant and she didn't find out the gender until my sister was born and I remember so clearly being at my grandma's house staying the night because my mom had gone into hospital and I would have been only like five years old nearly six and I remember waking up in the morning and my grandma screaming it's a girl and it was just so exciting and I know I was six years old so you do have like memories then but that was just such a significant thing for me for some reason I'd always wanted a little sister and it was just such an exciting moment for me and I'm sure when like my other brothers were born as well that was like significant as well in shaping me as a person and just becoming an older sister in general but I was like so young when they were born so I don't remember that I didn't write this down but I do think being the eldest sibling of four was something that probably had a big impact on me because by the time I was five years old I had three younger siblings so it always felt like I had to grow up kind of a bit faster not super fast but I feel like from an early age I learned how to be like a role model maybe because of this because I had younger siblings and 
maybe it's also what made me kind of maternal and a bit more caring. Like I have always been someone who wants to have my own kids since I was really young. And maybe that's because I had younger siblings. And I also, especially when I was younger, was really, really bossy. I wouldn't say I'm super bossy now. Maybe Brayden would disagree. But yeah, this is something my parents have always said about me. They were like, you were such a bossy kid. And that kind of leads me on to the next thing that I feel like altered my brain chemistry. But when I was in year two, I literally conducted a Christmas play. So I was really into all this kind of stuff. I love performing. I loved bossing people about. And I was that person who would always come up with dance routines. Even though I wasn't that great of a dancer, I would always choreograph the routines and make other people do it. And I have quite a big family. I've got a lot of cousins. So whenever we'd get together, I would always make us do some kind of show in front of my family. I'd literally print out scripts and I'd get so frustrated when people didn't want to do it. I just couldn't quite comprehend how people didn't find that kind of stuff fun because I was like, this is the funnest thing ever. I just loved choreographing and organizing people and all that kind of stuff, which is interesting actually, because I feel like in a way my job now is kind of similar. I love, I don't know if I'd say I love performing because I'm not a performer, like a singer or a dancer, but I obviously love being in front of the camera and creating things. I'm a very creative person and that's what I do as a job. So it does kind of make you realize that when I was a child, doing these things probably had a big impact on the direction of my life and also my confidence. And so I'm really grateful that my parents never discouraged me from doing these things. So anyway, back to what I was saying. When I was in year two, I decided I wanted to do a Christmas play at my school. And my year two teacher was so lovely. I told her my idea and she let me use our whole PE lesson to come up with this whole show and so we (laughs) did a performance and I I cast my reindeers I cast the Santa Claus who was my crush at the time and I was Mrs. Claus of course and it's just something that I really remember from my childhood and I remember from my very very early schooling days so I'm very grateful to that teacher for letting me do that and also to my parents for not discouraging me from doing those things so I'm so grateful that that teacher let me do that and that my parents never discouraged me and just let me do all of these like creative things one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why united Healthcare offers a variety of flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more so whether you're between jobs coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Because imagine if they had said that I couldn't do them. I wonder where I would be now. The next thing I've written down is moving to Australia and leaving my family in the UK. So I've talked about this before, but if you guys didn't know, I moved from the UK to Australia when I was nine years old. So I was quite young, but at the same time, I had had quite a lot of time in the UK with my cousins and my family and we were all really close. So that was like a huge thing, moving over here to a completely different country. And we didn't know anyone other than like 
a few of my dad's colleagues. We had no family over here, well, we still don't, but yeah, we were starting from scratch. My mum literally had only been to Australia once and that was already after we decided to move here. So we came over and we literally found a school for us to go to, a preschool for my sister to go to, a house all in one week. It was crazy. And that was just such a huge thing. And I feel like that has obviously had a huge impact on me as a person. And I think it really taught me a lot of lessons as well. Like it was very inspiring from a young age to see my parents just following their dreams and doing something that they wanted to do and just taking action on their goals. Like that must've had a big impact on me to see them do something so ballsy. I feel like that is quite a big move with four young children to move across the country. Like that's insane. I always think about that. And I did feel really quite homesick when I moved here because I missed my cousins a lot. So I think it's taught me how to be a bit more adaptable and make the most of any situation. It's helped me socially as well. And make new friends and things like that because I literally was thrown in the deep end and moved to another country. The next thing on my list that changed my brain chemistry was starting my YouTube channel. So this was back in 2014 and I remember, I love my brother, but he told me that it was going to be extremely hard to make it. I remember this conversation so vividly. It was me, my mom and my brother and we were just walking my dogs and I don't think I'd had my YouTube channel for very long at all and I really, really, really wanted to be a YouTuber. Obviously, I did it because I enjoyed it, but I was like, wow, if you can do this as a job, I would love that. Like, it was the only thing I was passionate about. I always grew up feeling like people had a thing, like they did a sport, they were good at singing, they were good at dancing, and I never felt like I had that thing. So, When I finally did YouTube, I felt like, oh my gosh, I want to give it my all and I want this to be my thing. And not that I had to do it as a job for it to be my thing, but I just felt so passionate about it. And my brother is really, really smart and intelligent. He's always been the person in the family that we go to for advice about things, especially like stuff that's very book smart. Like he's just very intelligent. And so I was talking to him about my channel. I remember him telling me that it was very unlikely that I was going to be able to make it on there just a bit cynical to be honest but you know I remember after that conversation I was like I'm gonna prove you wrong and I guess it drove me to try and make it not because of that but I guess it gave me a bit more of a fire in my belly because I was like no I really want to put my mind to it and I would say I would say I've made it by my definition because I'm doing it as a career and I've been doing it for like eight years now and absolutely love it still to this day so Yeah, I feel like that was a very significant moment and I remember it very clearly and it's kind of taught me that if someone tells you you can't do something, it doesn't mean that you can't. That can be their opinion and you don't have to listen to it. So let that be a reminder to you guys if anyone's ever said like, oh, you can't do that, that's not possible. If you think it is, it absolutely is. Like whatever you put your mind to, you can do, especially if you feel passionate about it enough, it will come a lot easier to you. Then the next thing I have on my list was finding out that I was going to have my own show on Disney Channel. This was huge. Again, I feel like this was a moment that I felt like I had literally manifested. I found out at the end of year 12 that Disney Channel had asked me to audition for a new show and they hadn't given me it. And they hadn't really given me any information about what it actually was. And I went and I felt like I did terribly in the audition, to be honest, but I got the job. (laughs) So I must have not done that badly. Anyway, um, that was such a huge thing for me. And 
really changed the direction of my life because I didn't know what I was going to do. I had my YouTube channel, but it wasn't a job for me. And I would constantly cry being like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Everyone knows. I know not everyone knows, but that's how I felt. And all I wanted to do was just do YouTube, but I couldn't. So having this opportunity with Disney Channel was absolutely huge. And the things I got to experience were so huge for my confidence. And I feel like really, really shaped me as a person, just interviewing people and having to learn lines and learn about presenting when I'd never done any of that before. It was just all a whole new world to me. And I'm so glad that I did it because I feel like it really shaped me as a person. Next up on my list, we have having a breakdown on YouTube. This was a big moment for me and I still feel like it was such a significant moment in like my YouTube timeline. I had like a very bad breakdown on YouTube about three years ago now. Wait, was it? No, yeah, three years ago I'd say. And I basically, I really let views and subscribers and numbers validate me and kind of determined me as a person. And I felt like that was my value. I didn't really almost value myself in any other way. That kind of was so tied to my identity that when views or numbers weren't meeting my expectations, I felt like it meant that I wasn't a good enough person. And this was something that I really had to learn and I've overcome and come so far with, but wow, like it has taken a lot of work. And that's something that I haven't heard that many people talk about. And especially at the time, I felt like nobody was talking about it. And I felt really, really lonely because I didn't have that many people around me who felt the same. And I remember feeling like everyone else around me was thriving and I didn't feel like I was, which was my own expectations, which was so not true. I was just setting unrealistic expectations for myself and I wasn't celebrating the wins that I did have. And so that was a huge learning curve for me. And since then, I've really made a priority to learn more about myself. I think that's kind of where my personal development journey started after that. I kind of realized how important it was to, yeah, learn new things about myself, do hobbies and do things outside of social media and not let that be my whole world because there's so much more to life. And I could talk about that for ages, honestly, but that was a huge moment in my timeline. And then not long after this kind of breakdown, I actually decided to move out on my own when I was 20 years old. And gosh, I can't believe I was only 20. I'm nearly 25 now. It doesn't feel like that long ago. But yeah, I was 20 years old, moved out on my own, and I lived there for a year, which was a massive learning curve as well. And I had to learn how to be more independent, enjoy time on my own, and also be financially stable. So I had to treat my social media job more like a career and a job because I feel like before that I didn't really have a schedule. I wasn't really that organized. So when I moved out of home, I really realized, okay, I need to get organized and I need to sort my life out kind of. (laughs) And if I want this to be a career, I need to treat it like a career. That year when I moved out of home, when I was 20 was so significant for me. And I think it always will be when I look back because I also went through a period of having a few friendship breakups as well. And I like to keep this stuff pretty private because it doesn't just involve me, but friendships do naturally drift sometimes. And it's something that a lot of us experience in our twenties. And it's so difficult 
like I luckily have never been through a really bad breakup I'd say and thank god for that I love Brayden so much we're not breaking up thank god but yeah going through friendship breakups was the closest thing that I've had and that was really really difficult for me but they do say that like when something leaves your life it leaves room for other people and even though I went through a bit of a tough time then I also had some really amazing people come into my life that's when I met my best friend Jessie who I feel like has had such a big impact on my life as well I met her and we started going to a thing called 530 club and it really got me out of a rut that I was in and got me into a good routine and it just goes to show that the people in your life who come in and come out can have such a significant impact on your direction. And so, yeah, as sad as it was for these friendships to end, I'm so grateful for the new friendships that I made when I was living out of home as well. I actually think every single time I've moved, that's had a big impact on me. And yeah, so after I moved out on my own, I lived there for a year and then I moved back with my family for a year and then I moved out again with Brayden and we've been living in our apartment now for two years. So yeah, every time I've moved, it's really had an impact on my life and just had an impact on my mindset as well. So I listed those two times as well. And then I think the most recent thing that has really, I guess, altered my brain chemistry or life is starting my acting course. So Jesse and I started an acting course at the start of this year and we've done an American accent course and it's been really fun to do this is like a hobby and just as a new thing and just have something else that I'm working towards and I think that that has taught me a lot about myself as well so I guess they're the main things I feel like have altered my brain chemistry in the direction of my life but yeah it's quite hard actually to think about current things that have changed me just because they are so current but I can definitely think about a lot of things from the past that have had an impact on my direction because they are in the past and I guess that's what's led me to where I am now but obviously these were just a few like significant things there are so many little things that have had an impact on me whether that literally just be a conversation a tv show an influencer that I follow I feel like every single thing that we're absorbing and consuming is changing our brain chemistry and so it's really hard to pinpoint but I do think this is like a fun little topic I hope I kind of understood what the tiktok trend meant but either way I might have put my own spin on it and just shared with you guys significant moments in my life. I'm not sure. I just thought it would be a fun topic to talk about, but I really encourage you guys to even do this as a journaling exercise. Get your journal out, sit down, write down things that you feel like have changed your brain chemistry, changed the direction of your life and changed your beliefs and values because it's really interesting how you can kind of pinpoint things if you really sit down and think about it. Anyway, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please do let me know what you thought. Send me a DM and I'd just love to hear from you guys. Make sure you're following the Instagram, which is just the Inspired Mind Podcast, or you can follow me on my personal page, which is Ella underscore Victoria with two A's. And please do leave me a rating and review if yeah, if you have some time, that would mean so much to me because again, like I said at the beginning of this episode, by leaving a review, that just pushes my podcast out to more people so more people can listen to it. But I really enjoyed just sitting here and chatting with you all and I guess telling you my life story. I hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you so much for all of your support and thank you if you are still listening. I really appreciate you guys. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And love you all so much. And I will speak to you in my next episode. Bye.